Welcome to the Essay for FAs Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic concerns the implications for retirement of the current public health crisis. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, this message. If you're a financial advisor, you should be using Seeking Alpha Premium. I'll mention just two items I personally think are valuable for advisors. Number one, advisors typically get investment research from their own broker-dealer, and it's good to cross-reference that with the research available to Seeking Alpha Premium subscribers. Number two, the quantitative ratings available to premium subscribers are an incredible value-add because they make it possible to compare investments with mutually consistent data. In other words, it aids in getting different investment ideas to talk to each other, as it were. These features are just the tip of the iceberg, and it costs only $240 for an annual subscription. Click on Upgrade on the top right of your Seeking Alpha homepage to see a full list of benefits and options. A highly influential person in the financial services and retirement advice industry tweeted the following thought, quote, Looking forward and anticipating happy events is one of the most essential aspects of being human. The fact that the current crisis deprives us of a lot of those forward-looking thoughts, at least in the short term, is one of the hardest parts of the current situation, end quote. In my humble opinion, the opposite is true. Rather than depriving us of forward-looking thoughts, the current situation stimulates them, and I would even say aids them. This podcast is on the topic of retirement, and I submit that the extremity of the current crisis provides an opportunity to think things through a prism we might not otherwise have looked through. To cite one example, CNBC ran an article a week ago arguing that the coronavirus should make people rethink the idea of retiring abroad. The U.S. State Department estimates that some 9 million Americans live overseas. Retirement is a common reason for doing so, and one which accelerated after the 2008 financial crisis, although the U.S. is apparently the only advanced country that makes no formal attempt to track its expat community, so we don't have accurate numbers on how many overseas Americans are retired. In any event, CNBC's Sarah O'Brien makes two main arguments why the coronavirus should induce second thoughts about retiring abroad. The first is that you want to be in a place with quality health care if a pandemic like this spreads. The second is that Medicare does not pay the medical care of Americans retired overseas. I don't find either of these arguments persuasive, though I will offer a coronavirus-based argument for preferring retiring in the U.S. that I think is more impactful. But first, what's the problem with O'Brien's two arguments? I'll start with Medicare because that's the issue that most people will assume is most important to their pocketbooks. Yet, ironically, it could work out that not taking advantage of Medicare works out better for retired Americans. As is by now well known, Medicare doesn't pay all of a retiree's expenses. Retirees must still pay premiums, deductibles, co-pays, and co-insurance. One thing that non-retirees tend not to know is that the Social Security Administration will automatically deduct your Medicare premium from your monthly Social Security benefit. Americans have on average two-thirds of their Social Security benefits remaining after out-of-pocket expenses, including Medicare premiums, are deducted. Given the rate of medical inflation, Americans' after-Medicare Social Security income is expected to continue to shrink over the years. 
Consequently, it is easy to see how Americans might fare better financially by taking their social security checks with them to a country where public health care is free or where private health care is cheap. The second issue is the quality of health care. The U.S. may indeed have the best health care in the world. But there's always a number two on international measures. The Australian healthcare system performs well on a number of measures, for example. It may be that you can't do better than Cedar sinai or the Mayo Clinic, but obviously few Americans get their medical care there. The CNBC article interviews a U.S. couple who profess to be highly satisfied with their health care in Ecuador and who actually maintain their Medicare coverage in case they ever need it when returning to the U.S. And I'll note, since the article was prompted by the coronavirus, that the U.S. has nearly 3,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus versus 28 for Ecuador. Given their respective population sizes, those may be comparable figures. I'm not arguing for retiring abroad, only that we should really think this through clearly before making assumptions. I mentioned that I could think of a coronavirus-related reason to reject retiring abroad. One of the things this pandemic has done is shown us the limitations of our technological and economic might, that our sense of mastery of the world has been upended by a microscopic germ. I know a couple who live overseas who have an elderly mother in New York. The mother is not well and in her 90s, so they booked a flight to visit her. Turns out they'd likely be prevented from visiting the mother's rehab because they're coming from overseas. Upon their return home, they'd be quarantined and not be able to see their children and grandchildren for two weeks. They cancel their trip, but are racked with anguish and doubt. That's the sort of price you can pay for living far from your loved ones. Retirement isn't only about no longer working. It's about living your dream. In the social distancing caused by this pandemic, many a family are drawing closer than ever before, helping out with kids or grandkids, medical appointments, and more. There's no one answer to where or how to retire, but the current crisis provides a unique opportunity to look forward and anticipate what our needs and preferences will be. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors to keep this FA project growing. Also, feel free to contact me at gil at seekingalpha.com with any feedback. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.